Hey GCA youth and welcome to this instalment of our Ephesians podcast. It is great to be continuing in this podcast. We are three uh, kind of chapters down. So three chapters down of Ephesians and we have covered a lot of ground in that time and we are going to be starting in Ephesians chapter four today. So I'd encourage you to grab your Bibles, grab a pen, grab a notepad and we're going to be in Ephesians chapter four verses one to three today. And part of what we're going to do in reading this today is I'm going to just remind us again of the context of the place that that Paul is writing to, just to remind us again afresh of, of what this letter would have meant to the people who originally would have been read it or would have read it themselves, okay? So let's dive in. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 to 3. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. And Lord, we pray that as we dive into this podcast again, Lord, as we dive into your word again, Lord, that you would give us the grace to understand, Lord, what it is that you are saying, Lord, to us now and in this time, but also that you'd give us the grace to understand, Lord, what it would have meant to the original hearers. Lord, we want to be students of you, your word and we want to take your word seriously, Lord, as we consider and ponder what it means to live for you every day. And we just ask these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Okay, so very quickly, Paul is a prisoner. Paul is in prison. Paul writes his letter in prison. Okay, so he's writing to the Ephesians in prison in Rome. Okay, and he is writing to them to encourage them. Okay, and the reason why he's writing to encourage them and to remind them of who they are is that the place that the Ephesian Christians are in is a place of great idolatry. It's a place of great kind of worship of, of other gods and other idols. It's a place of great kind of promiscuity. So there was a lot of sexual immorality going on. There was a lot of kind of magic and sorcery and all this sort of stuff. Okay, It was a, a hub for that area of Asia for these things, for sorcery, for magic, for the worship of this goddess Artemis. Okay, And so Paul, as a prisoner, is writing to these people and his urging them is walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. Well, what have they been called? They've been called to adoption, to holiness and to unity. All the things that we have looked about, looked at in, in chapters one to three, is, is what he's calling them to live. live. Live a life worthy of these things that you have received freely by grace through faith. Live a life worthy of adoption. Live a life worthy of holiness. Live a life worthy of unity with others, not striving against them. And, and it's it's this sense of, of saying, now live a life according to what you have received. What you have received should should impact the way that you live. So when we live as Christians, we should be living as people who are impacted by the message which we say that we have received. The message of of grace, of forgiveness through the cross, of of life through the resurrection of Jesus, of a hope of eternal life, of real joy now. Like All of these things should be impacting the way that we live our lives. And this is how he continues that with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Ultimately, all of these things are represented in Jesus. Jesus is humble. 
you know, in Philippians 2, it, it talks about how Jesus, who being in his, very, in his very nature God, did not consider that to be something to be grasped, his equality with God to be something that you, you, you held on to with both hands, but rather he emptied himself, taking the form of a servant. You know, in terms of gentleness, Isaiah predicting Jesus and prophesying about Jesus says that he will, a bruised reed, he will not break. So he will not snap people in half. He will not bend people to a place of breaking. He is gentle and kind and merciful in his way he is with us. With his patience, he is, he is long suffering for us. And all the ways we mess up and, and do wrong, that Jesus' forgiveness is constant and he is ultimately patient. That he bore with us in love. You know, you look at how he bore with the disciples in all of their mistakes and errors. He does the same for us in all of ours. And he brought people together. And we've seen this already in Ephesians, that he has united all things in himself through the work on the cross, bringing peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. And that is living a life worthy of the calling that we have received. May we go and do the same. Grace and peace.